listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos is Ryan Schweitzer and Craig Boschman. The Broncos This Week podcast is back online. Ryan Schweitzer along with Craig Boschman, just a few days away at the time of recording this from the 2022-2023 season opener. The first on-schedule season opener in quite some time after some, uh, well, global current events happening. But uh, in any event, Craig Boschman, uh, voice of the Broncos, preseason wrapping up, you uh, managed to follow the team to each and every game as well as watching them here at Innovation Plex. Uh, how do you feel preseason went on the whole here yeah I think it was um, it was interesting I mean preseason you kind of expect um, I don't know if, if winning is top of mind when it comes to preseason it's always a bonus of course but um, I think you're more interested in seeing how some of the players who weren't full-time guys last year kind of perform in uh, in game settings so I think that was kind of the focus um, for the preseason portion and uh, you know you saw with the two games against Moose Jaw picked up some wins against the Warriors with you know the the NHL guys in the lineup not all of them but a number of them and then uh, when those guys left, obviously uh, it changes the complexion of the lineup. So uh, it was a, a close game in Regina or in uh, Estevan, I should say, against Regina. And then uh, you know Medicine Hat was a kind of a barn burner here on the the Friday night. And then the game in in Medicine Hat on Saturday was uh, you know another close game. Was one nothing for a long time. So um, you know I, I think it kind of went the way you expected it to, and, and just nice for some of the the younger guys to show uh, a little more that they deserve a spot on the roster than maybe they would have had all those NHL guys uh, still been here. Our feature guest on the podcast this week is going to be general manager Chad Leslie. What a year he's had. Uh, you know, a year ago, head scout, interim GM, and just coming off his first offseason as a Western Hockey League general manager, so we'll chat with him about that, but uh, I'm really glad that we could spare a few moments with him because he's quite a busy guy with some decisions to make. Yeah, no kidding. Um, you know, I mentioned those NHL guys uh, being gone. Uh, a few of them will be back for the weekend. Uh, Reed Dick, Sam McGinley uh, should be here in the lineup on Friday, but the rest of the guys still uh, still gone, so, uh, you know, Korea it's kind of like I said more opportunities for those guys to step up and, and have a chance to play and uh, show that they deserve to be here full time when when the full roster is here so it is a busy time for Chad and, and like you said uh, great that he is able to pop in here and give us uh, you know 10, 10 or 15 minutes to, to chat. Yeah and uh, you know I imagine it's it's a competitive time you know the, the players there's a camaraderie there and uh, you know there's a level of uh, of you know being good teammates and everything but you know there, there's still a few jobs that are on the line and there's a lot of guys for just a few jobs that have really made a case for themselves this year and that's just it I mean you, you want that right it's a it's sort of that old adage of a good problem to have when you have too many players and not enough roster spots so um, it is exciting times you know there's a lot of competitiveness out there in the games and in the practices and guys who are looking to solidify spots and guys who are looking to take that next step forward so um, it is an exciting time and uh, you know hard decisions of course ahead for the roster but, uh, you know, like I said, I think it's uh, it's a good problem to have. The team opens the regular season this Friday night. The Calgary Hitmen are in town. Uh, the first, what what is it, first 1,500 fans get a uh, banner banger, a noisemaker with the uh, five Bronco draft picks on it. That'll uh, add an element of noise, which is always nice in the rink. But uh, Calgary in town, what do we know about that squad? Yeah, I mean, they were a team that's kind of, I mean, somewhat similar to the Broncos last year in the sense that they, they just missed the playoffs by a handful of games. So um, they 
have uh, some older guys who will probably carry the mail for them. You think of a guy like a Riley Fiddler-Schultz and a couple of NHL draft picks in uh, in Sean Chagall of Anaheim and Tyson Galloway of uh, of St. Louis. So uh, they've got some some talent on that team. There's no question, and and they in their franchise history haven't missed the playoffs very often. So I would imagine they're a pretty motivated group to to get back there and not go through that situation again. So um, I do think they're kind of going to be led by their older guys. Uh, they've got a 20-year-old goaltender, Braden Peters, who was pretty good last year for them. So I imagine he'll get the bulk of the starts. Uh, he was actually, I think, at Anaheim Ducks camp uh, with Gage Alexander and Connor Vinston for a little while there. So, um, yeah, I think Calgary is going to be a team that's going to be fighting tooth and nail to make sure that they're not missing the playoffs two years in a row. Yeah, absolutely. So coming up in just a moment, as we mentioned, we're going to have our chat with uh, Swift Current Bronco General Manager Chad Leslie. We'll talk to him about the last few months of his life and uh, everything that went on there. Something else that the organization is doing, and, and this is fun. you got to have fun. The Swift Current Broncos, it was just unveiled, are going to be doing a one-game rebrand. And uh, for the past few weeks, we have asked people through various social media channels and on the team website what they like about Southwest Saskatchewan. And the reason that was being asked was so that the Broncos can come up with ideas for that one-game rebrand. And now people are able to vote on a few different options on scbroncos.com. Yeah, so if you go there on the, the website, if you're on your computer, kind of just scroll down onto the right there. And if you're on your phone, just keep scrolling down until you see the poll there. And um, like you said, there's five options to, to vote on, and it's it's a full rebrand, like new jerseys, uh, color scheme, all this kind of stuff. Uh, the five top five choices are the Lake Diefenbaker Slough Sharks, Grasslands Wild Bison, Frenchman River Valley T-Rexes, Cypress Hill Stargazers, and the Great Sand Hills Badgers. So total rebrand, something kind of cool. I mean, the, the jerseys are going to be auctioned off uh, after the game or during the game, I should say. And um, I think it's just a, a cool and, and unique sort of thing to do. You see kind of uh, minor league baseball teams do it all the time where they have these you know outrageous types of jerseys they wear every once in a while different style hats and, and all these sorts of things so something totally new for the Broncos to, to try out and uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool with uh, with a completely new jersey like a one-time only thing um, I think it's gonna be pretty unique well and they're paying tribute to areas of southwest Saskatchewan and I love that and personally if it's anything other than the Frenchman River Valley T-Rexes I'm going to be disappointed not that the other ones aren't awesome but a T-Rex uniform would be unreal and and, and we just want to assure people though that this is a one game rebrand <laughs> the franchise is not completely changing its name we will not be the great Sandhills badgers or anything of the like going forward it's it's fun we're having fun exactly like i said it's a one-time thing jerseys auctioned off uh, it's just going to be a totally unique thing I, I don't imagine the organization has ever done this before so nope. it's something totally new uh totally unique playing against musha that night at home i think it's in february is when the game is so it's going to be pretty cool uh, i'm really looking forward to seeing a what uh, what name wins and then b what uh, sort of logo and color scheme uh, we're able to come up with to sort of cap things off from from what I've heard, it, it sounds like the early front runner is the Lake Diefenbaker Slew Sharks, just from conversing with people in various places around the Southwest. But I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm all in on the T-Rexes. Let's go. But uh, in any event, this is the Broncos This Week podcast brought to you by Original 16. Thank you very much to uh, Original 16. Another year of supporting this podcast and the Bronco organization through sponsorship of this little online offering that we give people every week. In just a moment, General Manager Chad Leslie will join us. Break things down as we get set to start the regular season. This is Broncos This Week. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. 
The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Broncos This Week podcast, Coach's Show segment. Actually, let's do a GM segment now with uh, General Manager Chad Leslie. Chad, it's been a minute since we've uh, sat in this room and talked Bronco hockey with you. Uh, you know, I, I guess uh, the Coles Notes version of your first WHL offseason as a general manager in the league. Uh, overall, how do you think it went? It was interesting, obviously. Um starting from the NHL draft was really exciting for us as an organization um, to be able to go there and and uh, see your players uh, have some success and uh, you know, it was very rewarding in regards to watching Owen and his family and and then being there and uh, communicating with our players back home on day two when they got drafted and just you know from seeing them when they were 13 14 years old and dealing with their families through the draft and everything um, from my standpoint it was a very rewarding uh, time just to see all the hard work and everything that's gone into it and um, very well deserved on all their ends so that was good and then obviously uh, being at the U17 and uh, being at the Ivan Halinka, um, it just didn't feel like there was a whole lot of downtime but which is a good thing it's, it was a really good busy and um, yeah, traveled a lot, was in the rink a lot, uh, and I think next year we'll have a little bit more time uh, to golf and do some things that I like to do, but uh, it was it was busy, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, And not a lot of movement when it comes to transactions with the team. Obviously, you had the Gage Alexander move in late July, but I think that was kind of the only roster move that was made over the course of the summer, so that's just sort of a testament to how you feel about the group that's already assembled here? Yeah, I think so. Um, I also feel like, you know, we 100% don't know what we have here yet. Um, I think that because last year we were so young, we had, you know, 14, 16, and 17-year-olds, and um, between the ages of 17 and 18, 16 and 17, there's a lot of growth, and, and guys change. They physically change, mentally they change. They're going through a lot of things, and so, you know, to, to wait and make sure that we know exactly what we have before we start doing some things I thought was really important for us. and to give our guys an opportunity to to grow and develop and, and show us what they could be when they got here. And even as we progress into the start of the season, there's still some some time for these guys to 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 set the tone for how they are going to play this year and what they can bring to the team and the dynamic that they uh, that they bring. So for me, I mean, we wanted to make sure that if we're going to be making some moves that we're bringing in good fits for our team, but also making sure that we're not giving something away that's going to bite us down the road. So. Yeah, at the time of recording this, we're two days away from the uh, season opener, which of course is going to be Friday, September 23rd here at the uh, Innovation Plex. And it sounds like uh, there's still going to be some guys that are away at NHL camps. So, you know, it gives you uh, a bit more of an opportunity to assess some of these younger guys and give them a case to, to stay with the big team, eh? Yeah, it is. It gives us some some time and, and some availability for those guys to make another impression. Like uh, we have the next man up mentality that's always been the case here and that's where we've gotten it to and that's you know what we need to see from these guys who can step up and through the course of a season you're going to have injuries you're going to have a lot of things that factor in hopefully down the road we're going to have some players that are gone to world junior and, and those types of opportunities uh, under 17 so um, it is an opportunity to give guys uh, a look and and see what they can bring and, and ultimately we hope that uh, it translates into success uh, for wins and losses but uh, the process always still remains you know the key so Kind of wondering if there's, you know, for someone in a position like yours, when it comes to expectations for a season, do you sort of have a goal of like, we know the players are always talking playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Is it sort of the same for a general manager or is it a bit different in the way you approach it? 
I think it's fluid. It's always moving, but I think playoffs is, you know, where we want to get to where it's a, just a yearly expectation that that's where we're at. And that's the goal of this group uh, for sure. That's going to be the first uh, goal that we want to achieve here this season. Um, I think realistically we have an opportunity to be a playoff team and to potentially make some noise. Once you get into the playoffs, uh, anybody can, you know, have a fighting chance. Uh, you just got to be hot at the right time. And, you know, we felt we addressed that with uh, our goaltending situation. We felt really comfortable with Reed Dick and, and Joey Rocha, but obviously uh, bringing Gage Alexander in and bringing him in early, we just wanted to make sure we insulate ourselves in that position and, and give ourselves a, a, a good opportunity to start the season the right way. So, um, you know, we feel good about where we're at. Uh, we have a lot of work to do yet, but uh, playoffs is our goal. And, and then once you get in, uh, you know, obviously you go from there. But uh, to me, it's becoming less of a goal and more of an expectation. So. Yeah, and, you know, you, you talked about the Gage Alexander trade. That's a move that you made in the offseason. You touched on it. I want to talk uh, more about that because that was a, a big trade, literally and figuratively, bringing in a, a monstrous goaltender. You know, what, what was it that made you go after him? I think, you know, again, like I said, just to provide us with some stability and, and like, there was no concerns in regards to our belief in Joey Rocha or Reed Dick, but it was just uh, an opportunity to give ourselves some depth. And, um, you know, I like what I saw in the playoffs. So you had an opportunity there in Winnipeg where he stepped in again uh, halfway through a series and was really uh, solid against Edmonton. And, and uh, I, I like the fact that he's got something to play for this year with uh, Anaheim, obviously, and wanting to get signed. So uh, I felt felt that uh, it would be a good fit because it's kind of the uh, stars align with how he needs to have a big year and how we need to have a big year too. So I, I like the fit and thought if we got that done earlier than later, uh, we would maybe not have to pay as much for it. So. Five preseason games in the books here. Start off with back-to-back wins over Moose Jaw, dropped the last three. But we know that it's not the normal-looking roster here uh, in preseason. But kind of just your overall thoughts on what you saw from your group over the course of those five games. Yeah, I think early on uh, in those first two games, we saw some uh, returning guys step up and really took control. I really liked where Josh Filmer was at. Brady Bernie was, you know, tremendous in those first couple of games, and, and they had some offensive success for sure. So, And then when those guys leave and go to camp, then, you know, it's it's a different ball game again. Uh, you throw some guys in, it changes the depth here, lines and everything. But it gave our young guys an opportunity to, to experience some minutes in those games and, and play against some older guys and, and the physicality. And you're not shooting real bullets yet, but you're awfully close. And um, So, you know, I thought it was... Uh, it it was how we expected it to go um, and I think some of our young guys uh, got some valuable experience and then obviously it also gives you an indicator of who's not ready to be here and that's what you hope to see through exhibition guys step up and and obviously guys give you an understanding if they're ready to be here or not so in terms of the guys who are still at NHL camps and it looks like there will be five of them still there when the season begins are you in conversation with their NHL teams and have you got any assessment of, uh, of how they're doing generally? I've reached out to a couple of the area scouts that are at those camps and uh, for the most part uh, just you know letting that communication come to me. I uh, certainly don't want to bother people when they're busy and and that sort of thing but uh, from all accounts our guys have uh, performed very well um, which we expected those guys would make good impressions so um, 
and the fact that we have uh, a lot of them away for the home opening weekend and potentially maybe even further than that is a testament to just how hard they've worked and how well they've done and and you know it's always rewarding when you hear your guys uh, being considered as a late round steal in the NHL draft as well at the you know the guys are providing value added which is terrific so it's got to be a lot of pride involved in that too. I mean, we know you talked about how that 2019 draft class was kind of the first one you went through here with the team. You saw those guys and they were 14. Now you see them when they're 18. And just there's got to be a lot of you know sort of that pride internally with the organization and maybe with yourself as well. Yeah, our scouting group. I think we feel very proud of of that group and um, you know picking a player, but picking the character and the and the family situations that come from too is all a big part of why these guys are having success and maybe exceeding expectations because they are character people and they work hard. So yeah, very proud. Obviously, always of all of our guys. Um, you know that's the one thing we're a pretty tight knit group here in Swift Current. And um, but uh, yeah, we're we're thrilled with how they're doing. In terms of the identity of this year's team and you know some teams build around a certain identity some don't are, are you working towards a skilled team a big team when fans come to the rink you know what's what is swift current bronco hockey going to look like this year i think last year missing the playoffs you know it was the one commonality that we heard from the fans and people that came to the rink especially late in the season that regardless of how we started um, we didn't roll over and die. Our guys played hard. They competed. We came back in so many games last year where uh, historically that hasn't been the case. So I think um, exciting. I think our team is exciting to watch. There's a lot of guys that on any given night can be game breakers and have big nights. And um, so I think that for me is still carries over. We're an exciting team to watch. Uh, we've got some big bodies. We've got some skill. We've got, you know, some depth guys that play hard. And, and uh, I, I think we've got a real good mix. So um, we're still going to be young. That's the other thing, too, is just that, you know, we will potentially have anywhere between 16, 17, and 18 um, 16, 17, and 18 year olds. So we're still young, but, uh, you know, we feel the hub experience and the amount of ice time and opportunity that these guys have gotten um, will help us get through this time. But, uh, you know, we're exciting. I like how we play. We play hard and the kids care. So I think uh, that really is our identity, I think. So, and Devin drives the bus with that. So that's uh, certainly the way we want it to be. You know, I was going to ask you about this year. You know, it's the burden of expectation. It's something that this organization hasn't had in a while, you know, after that 2018 championship year and the years that followed that. You know, is uh, is there an excitement with the the hype that comes with the team this year? Yeah, I, I think it is. I think it's uh, something that we're all um, excited to see where we can take it as a group. I think we feel we have a lot to prove, and there's a lot of guys in there that have a ton of pride, and, and uh, that's the excitement piece for us. I mean, um, there is I, – I don't see it as a burden. I think it's a testament to where the guys are and, and how they've handled themselves thus far, but uh, we know there's expectation, and it's certainly not something that we're going to run and hide from. I think uh, – you know, we uh, expect to compete and we expect to win. Um, and it's a tough league to win. And our division is going to be really, really good again. Lethbridge is good down the road. Red Deer is strong. I mean, Edmonton, even though there's a turnover, they have a lot of really good players there as well. Like, uh, there's so many teams. Uh, Calgary, you know, they have a lot of older guys that carry and compete. And they've done a really good job there as well. So, you know, it's going to be an interesting year. It's going to be a good division. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're excited. You know, you touched on the other teams in the division. Uh 
How much attention do you pay to what they're doing? Are you already looking at potential line matchups, or right now is it just all about what's happening within city limits here? No, I think you're always aware, and, and Med Hat too. I mean, uh, we saw a sample size of the youth that's coming through Med Hat. They've done a great job, and Willie's teams always play hard and compete and play at pace. So, uh, like I said, I, I love the division. I think it's it's going to be a really interesting year for sure, and um, you're always aware of what's going on. I think for myself to be involved in the drafts, it's really interesting to go watch the development of their young guys, how they're coming, how they're developing, and you're always, you know, measuring where our guys are at in comparison. So, yeah, it's certainly we keep an eye on everybody. One player I wanted to ask about is one we haven't talked a lot about, and that's uh, Jakob Dvorak, 22nd overall pick in the import draft. Um, just kind of wondering if there's uh, an update on the potential of him uh, coming here to Swift Current as his season over in Czechia did start over this past weekend. Yeah, I mean, uh, there isn't any recent update. Uh, obviously, there is a lot of defensemen still there in camp. Uh, he's looked excellent. I've been watching the games, though. He's played very, very well. Um, had a really good opportunity to connect with him in Red Deer at the U18, and he's a one wonderful kid and, and will be a real good fit here in, in uh, Swift Current but we knew uh, the reality is it was going to be a long shot to get him but if he does fall in our lap uh, certainly it's going to be a plus for us he's a great kid and he's playing very well right now right on is there anything else you want to hit him with all right. Well, Chad, we know that this is uh, probably the busiest time of year for you, so we appreciate you coming in and spending 15 with the podcast here, and uh, we'll let you get back to what you're doing, but uh, thanks for this, man. Yeah, thank you guys very much. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. A big thanks to uh, Swift Current Bronco General Manager Chad Leslie for joining us on the Broncos This Week podcast, brought to you by Original 16. Uh, this podcast recorded Wednesday afternoon, uh, released on Thursday, so by the time people are listening to us, the uh, regular season opener against the Calgary Hitmen will go Friday night, September 23rd. Very, very exciting. That's quite the, the schedule. A home-and-home back-to-back with Calgary, so is, is the team going to bust to Calgary right after that one? No, I think it, the the plan is uh, Saturday morning. I don't know exactly what time, but uh, I think by bus it's probably safe to say five and a half hours to yeah. Calgary, I would say. So I would think at the very latest the team would leave around 10, if not 10.30, but um, somewhere around there. And uh, it is a bit of a long trip, but I guess the guys get a chance to head home right away and sleep in their own beds before um, you know probably trying to get a little more sleep on the bus uh, over to Calgary. So should be an interesting trip, and uh, you know it's always always pretty cool to head to the Saddle Dome there. Um, hoping there's a decent crowd in Calgary with their home opener and uh, maybe people starve for hockey there in Calgary with that very large and cavernous arena they have. <laughs> right. And uh, season tickets for the Broncos still on sale. Uh, from what we're hearing, season tickets are moving quite well. And uh, people certainly encouraged to, to get theirs as soon as they can. And wise to do so before October 1st once that PST kicks in on them as well. Yeah, for the the platinum level seats, um, that'll save you about 40 bucks a ticket. So it's um, you know fairly decent savings if you grab them before October first so if you're on the fence uh, you know make sure you grab them within the next uh, 10 days uh, before you have to shell out a little extra cash for them and uh, I mean why wouldn't you 34 games here at home to watch these guys it's going to be an excellent excellent entertaining highly talented team here in Swift Current this season and uh, you know there's no no real reason not to, to grab your tickets if you're on the fence about it. Absolutely Chad Leslie when asked about the identity of this team the, the word that he dropped is exciting and he doesn't seem like the type of guy to overhype stuff so we're 
ready to go. Hockey is back at Innovation Plex. The Swift Current Broncos opening up the 2022-23 regular season on home ice against Calgary this Friday night. Can't wait to see a packed rink here in Swift Current. That'll do it for another edition of the Broncos This Week podcast brought to you by Original 16. You've been listening to Broncos This Week presented by Original 16.